Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, your mom, joined as always by Jared Hi. Hey, Jared Hi. So, How you doing? Doing pretty good. How you doing? That's pretty good. I'm pretty pretty pleased with our cocktail today. Yes, the cocktail of the week this week is called the Mexican Garden Margarita. It's a margarita, tequila, lime juice, simple syrup, but then instead of the Cointreau, it has pineapple juice. So it's basically one shot each of pineapple juice and tequila, half a shot of lime juice, quarter shot of simple syrup. Tastes real good. Very mm. vitamin-y. Delish. Mexican garden makes me think of cactuses, though. I don't know if they have pineapples in Mexican gardens. I guess they could. I don't know. It just seems a little optimistic. This is what the internet told me this was called. It could be literally like one dude made this up, and he's like, I'm going to call it the Mexican garden margarita. Have we talked about my relationship with eating cactus? <laughs> we have not. I have high expectations of cactus. I thought it would be awesome and like exotic. And Every time you eat it, you're disappointed. Cool, and then it tastes kind of, I'm sorry, it tastes slimy. Yeah. Every time I've tried it, it's disappointing. And we've had it at, at places that make good food. You had it at Oyamel. Yeah, or me, the Mezcal place, too, I think. Yeah. I tried it, and it just never, I don't know, maybe there's no good way to prepare it. Is it the worst food that you've had from Mexico? From, oh, well, that's, I guess. I mean, what about the, the grasshopper taco? Well, I, you know, I think the I, I, the. If difference you between expectation and reality <laughs> has been the worst for cactus. The grasshoppers are kind of expected to be kind of bitter. At OML, you can get a grasshopper taco. It is precisely what you think. It's a bunch of grasshoppers, whole, mm-hmm. fried up with some kind of adobo sauce or something. Crunchy. In a tortilla. Oh, my God. Your dad ordered this once, and, like, he took a big bite of it. And their tacos are little, but he took a bite, and there was, like, a leg... Hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. Oh, my God. And it just, so, they're not. It doesn't taste that good. So, like, I'm a vegetarian, but I also got a real thing about bugs. And, I mean, grasshoppers don't scare me the way that, like, other big bugs do. But um, I don't want one crawling on me, and I definitely don't want a leg hanging out of my mouth. It was very upsetting to me to watch you eat that taco. This was early in our relationship. I didn't realize it would have that effect on you. I didn't either. I thought I would be fine with it. Yeah. But it was the leg, the little bent back leg sticking out. Yeah, I mean, I didn't love much. it, uh, but I hadn't expected this, like, awesomeness either. No. Cactus. You have not ordered any more grasshopper tacos well, that we've been back many times. Well, I don't want to shock you anymore and uh, didn't like it that and it much. wasn't very good Fair, no. yeah, yeah. way better to just get the melted cheese and some guacamole yeah, yeah. queso mm. indeed so uh sorry about the excursion everyone anyway mexican garden margarita pineapple margarita delish yeah um okay so that's the cocktail of the week do you want the good news or the not as good news first <sighs> is there both There's both. Good first. All right. Good news is uh, we added a live show to Chicago. That's good news. That's good news. Yay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Interesting. I wonder what the bad news is. (laughs) Uh, So this is super exciting. So we sold out the show, the first show in Maryland. We are adding a second date. So uh, the second date may be live by the time the podcast goes second live. Second date in Maryland. In second date in Maryland in September. And then October 5th, we're doing a live show at the Athenaeum Theater in my old neighborhood in Lakeview. 
in Chicago. Sweet home. Chicago. Thousand seats. <sighs> Crazy. My mom's coming. I'm going to watch the Blues Brothers nonstop for a week before I have to prepare. Oh, okay. I'll totally watch that with you. Because it's an awesome movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're about half sold at this point. We've sold about whatever, 450 tickets out of, I think there's like 900 some. Oh, I may watch Ferris Bueller too, which alternate. Also a great movie. There's an awful lot of movies set in Chicago. But Ferris Bueller is kind of a, has like a, you know, love letter to Chicago in there. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, you watch whatever you want. Bye, baby. Those two. <laughs> for, for now. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that's super exciting. Um, we're going to do a meetup afterwards. So we're doing a matinee, both because, well, so we thought it was the weekend of the marathon and that we were going to be in Chicago anyway. We did. And I literally was like, so, Mom, we're doing a live show the Saturday, like the day before the marathon. Do you want to come? And she's like, sure, but the marathon's the next weekend. And I was like, oh. We both got that totally wrong. So now we're going to drive to Chicago, do the live show, drive home, and then be home for a couple of days and turn around and fly back to Chicago to run the marathon. I, I had it on my calendar, too. Was just yeah, we like, both had it wrong. Both had it wrong. Um, but that's fine. You know, it'll be nice to... But we were thinking, oh, we can't do a Saturday night show before the marathon because mm-hmm. we need to go to bed to run the marathon. Uh, so we booked it as a matinee, which actually has worked out better. I'm actually excited about doing it in the middle of the afternoon because then we can, like have a meetup afterwards you and i can go out to dinner somewhere and like actually have a nice time instead of it all being kind of crammed in and then like crashing right after did you call it wiggly field on accident it's called wiggly field it's a dog park named oh. wiggly field <laughs> <laughs> so the place that oh. i haven't decided exactly where we're going to do the meetup but there is a dog park just a couple blocks away called Wiggly Field. Oh, that's very good. Wrigley Field is also a few blocks away in the other direction. But a few people were like, that's a very funny typo. I'm like, no, man, it's Wiggly Field. That's the name of the dog park. Okay, that's really good. Yeah. (laughs) They have a Wikipedia page. Nice. It's just a little, you know, urban kind of lot that's fenced in. It's dog park. And so that may be where we go. Cool. We'll see. Um, I think it's like 0.8 miles, which is too far for the dogs. to. It was too far for Queso to walk. Yeah. Um, and so we may just do it outside the theater, but we don't need to plan those logistics yet. In any case, unless it's raining, there will be a meetup afterwards. And, uh, yeah. What's the bad news if that was the good news? Well, we have some Riley news. Oh. Uh, which is sort of the same, but it's still too bad that he's sick. So anyway, if you are near Chicago and you want to come see us live, um, you can come to the Twitter page or Instagram, or you can go to the Athenaeum Theater in Chicago, their website has it, and uh, you can buy tickets. They didn't sell out, and then as soon as this second date goes on sale in Rockville, here in DC, we will post that up so there will be more tickets available for that. So uh, there's a helicopter outside your dad. Nice. They're coming for you. It's like flashbacks. Yeah, so that's the live show. Um, people have been asking about other locations. Uh, West Coast. We're going to need a private jet. It will cost, I have priced this out, it will cost about $50,000 round trip for All a private jet. Right. Right, so if we were to do, <laughs> I know, uh, it'd be real hard to do a West Coast, even if we did like a show in San Diego, a show in Los Angeles, a show in San Francisco and drove in between them. Uh, 
in order to make enough money to cover what it would cost to fly because we are not going to drive for four days and we are not going to put the dogs in the cargo area of a plane. We could get like a big giant tour bus, like one of those big ones with tinted I wanna, windows. I don't want to drive. I've driven to California with before. The band. We're not driving it. We get some dude to drive it. I don't want to ride in it for like four days. The band. No, like no. The band. <laughs> that sounds terrible. You know what all this sounds terrible? Like being in a band and being stuck in a tour bus. No. If your band were five golden retrievers, you might change your tune. I do not want to be driving or be driven for that amount of time. No. We need a plane. The band. If anyone is a private pilot and would like to fly us. Oh, yeah. Or really, really rich. Or really rich. You want to sponsor us? If there's like some company that has a corporate private jet that would like to sponsor us by flying us from here out to the West Coast, get in touch. The Golden Ratio 4 at gmail.com. That'd be great. Uh, what, what, how, would you hitch a ride in a military transport? I don't think the dogs would like C-130? that. No. Look, the big gate opens. That's a terrible idea. Never mind. You're not in charge of logistics. I can tell. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, so unless you can find a way to fly us out there. Uh, it's and too far. It's too far, and we would have to sell out some very big theaters to afford <laughs> a private jet to fly us out there. So it's not going to happen. Um, you know, unless one of you has a plane. Give me a call. Uh, we are considering... <laughs> uh, a date in Florida, maybe in the spring, like in Orlando. Uh, some people have sounded interested about that, and that would be fun and, and pretty easy to do, like if we're coming back up from the Keys to make a stop in Orlando and do a date there. We've also talked about maybe doing one in Boston, because there seems to be a lot of people in Boston. So not a big college town. And uh, there have been requests for, like, New York area, Brooklyn, Philly, I think all the Philly people will probably come down to the Maryland show. Uh, I don't know if we have enough fans in New York that we could do a show there. I don't know. I mean, the Maryland show sold out faster than the Chicago show, but there's a lot more people in Chicago, which suggests we have a lot more fans here. So I have no idea what the fan base is around New York City. So, You're the statistician analytics person. Yeah, I don't have this data. So uh, if you want us to do a show near you... Send us a tweet or a DM or whatever and let us know because that's basically the date I'm going on. Anyway, Chicago, Rockville, those are our two two dates. Um, Solid. Yep, so that's the live show. Zuh. Live show is Zuh. Crazy. Um, boyfriend news is, uh, so he had another blood test. All of his levels are basically the same, which is sort of good because they hadn't been going up and up and up every time we tested them. They're all basically the same. His levels are bad in his blood. Yeah, they're not good. The levels are bad, but they are not worse than they were, which is something because they had been worse pretty significantly every time we tested it up until now. And he's kind of eating the vitamin food now. The wet food the last few days. Yeah, he's been eating. He's on an appetite stimulant now, and so that seems to be helping a bit. He's eating a little bit better. Not great, not but a little bit better. Not just hot dog buns. Yeah. Um, and his weight is stable. So all that's good, which means it's time to start him on, like, a real therapy. So I talked to the vet today. I haven't told your dad this yet, so you, you learn on the podcast. Um, yeah, so she's like... I know his levels are stable, so uh, it's time to start him on the immunosuppressants. And so what we're going to do is put him on prednisone, which is a steroid, for like five days because that makes him eat more. 
and really get his appetite going and then start him on the immunosuppressants. And I was like, cool, but we're leaving for the Keys in a week. We're leaving a week from today. And she's like, oh, how long are you going to be there? I'm like, a month. And she's like, oh, well, she's like, it's not going to get better if we don't do it. And so let's do it. And uh, so we're going to, she's like, wait till you're down there before we start this like five days of prednisone and then the immunosuppressants. So if he has any reactions like vomiting or whatever, we know that it's from the medicine and not like from driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she's like, then we're gonna start on the, the immunosuppressants. Do you have a vet down there? And I was like, sort of. She's like, is there an emergency vet down there? And I'm like, oh, this is not sounding good. And uh, I'm like, okay, tell me what I need to be looking for. And she's like, well, with the immunosuppressants, it really increases their chance of clotting. And the kidney failure also increases their chance of clotting. And so you have a bigger chance of clotting. And I'm like, so what do I look for? And she's like, well, back end pain and weakness, exactly like Schmidt had. Uh, He could get an aortic thromboembolism. And uh, while it's great that Schmidt lived for quite a while with that, I was talking with uh, our kind of regular vet who treats who's been helping with Riley. He just happened to come by when I was in there for somebody getting shots. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, we kept Maggie alive for a long time. He's like, usually we're euthanizing the same day or within two or three days with dogs who have aortic thromboembolisms. So she made it nine months. Everyone has, you know, and I know we've talked about that before. Everyone has said how remarkable it is, but that's how remarkable it is that usually it's like you get that. And usually dogs are, and cats who have it are in just, tremendous amounts of pain kind of screaming as they're brought into the vet with pain and uh you know she was lucky that she didn't have that but usually if they get one of those clots it's extremely painful and uh you know that's it yeah i mean you don't want to let them live with that kind of pain well damn it uh he could get a blood clot in his lungs so you look for panting or trouble breathing and I was like okay like I I understand what it means to look for clots what's the chance that this happens Uh, I mean like obviously it's high enough that you're like worried about it we need to and she's like well I think it's gonna happen eventually like eventually that's gonna happen but uh the chance of it happening when we start these drugs is about 25 percent she's like but if we don't start them it's it's also it's probably equally likely to happen so wait it does what it's gonna happen because of the kidney stuff anyway yeah you don't get better from the kidney stuff <sighs> yeah so, so but we're not so not making it worse so we we should already be keeping an eye on him for sure for, for yes this stuff we we are still we are still in the week-to-week monitoring of riley and any of this could happen at any point because uh-huh. his kidney failure is so advanced and it doesn't really matter whether we put him on the antisuppressants or not for for risk of of clots, if we don't put him on the immunosuppressants, the kidney failure is going to get worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then it's then either the clotting. So there's basically two ways that you can kind of die from this. One is that you have a clot like that. The other one is that they basically stop eating, start vomiting, like they just can't keep any food down. One of those two things is definitely going to happen, and relatively soon if you don't treat the kidney disease. Well, then there's not there's not a big choice. Yeah, so we have to treat it, yeah. but the medicine can also cause this to happen. And even with the medicine, it's probably going to happen eventually. Like the game that we're playing now with Riley is how long can we keep him alive and comfortable? Mm. 
but it's not, can we fix this? We uh. can't fix it. So uh, it could be that the medicine kind of tips him over the edge. It could be the medicine like has a good effect and he's and it stops his kidneys from getting more damaged and he can kind of go on for a while. But this isn't the sort of thing where, especially at the stage that he's at, where he has like a year left. He's got a couple months probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been doing good so far. I mean, everything is stable and he seems pretty happy. And uh, we're, we're trying to maintain this level like it's not going to get better we're hoping to keep it here and uh it's kind of risky whether we do stuff or not there's a chance it could stay level longer with the immunosuppressants and if we don't do it it's definitely going to get worse so well that sucks yeah it's not uh not great news but he's happy and he isn't having any problems now he's other than not wanting to eat much i mean he plays all the time runs around he ran with me today slowly and not too far but uh if you weren't paying attention to his appetite probably wouldn't think there is anything wrong with him he's a little slow for six years old but that's about it so yeah so that's the so use flea and thing. tick stuff on your dogs yeah and there's a vaccine for lyme disease get get your dogs the lyme vaccine it's like not a hundred percent right i mean there's still you know it's not like some of these other vaccines where it's like oh they get the rabies vaccine they're not going to get rabies like they can still get lyme um but it seems like even if they do the chances are you know less it's a less severe infection so uh get that i get that for all of our dogs he can, you know, I can't give it to him now because he's got his, his own problems. We don't want to don't want to do anything to his immune system. But can humans use it? Um, that's a good question. I don't know if they have. Think I could sneak into the vet and pretend I'm a dog? I mean, probably. I don't want Lyme disease. Yeah, I don't know if it works for humans. Mm. Hang on. Okay, so the internet tells me that the vaccine is only for dogs, huh. and uh, the vaccine prevents 76 to 92 percent of infections but is not there is not a vaccine available for humans so you know what i don't like ticks and mosquitoes yep let yeah. me go on record don't like them. <laughs> i mean i think there's very few people who do i think there's some mistakes in nature <laughs> mosquitoes i think would definitely count as one of those uh, oh ticks too i don't know even have even less point ticks are so weird like they don't have eyes. They don't have any. All they do is like they grow and then they climb onto like a blade of grass and they wait for something with body heat to walk past. And then they glom on. They can't even see it. They just sort of sense it's passing, glom on, and then whatever, chomp, suck, eat, and lay fall eggs. off. Yeah. And then they're done, I think. Yeah. I don't think they repeat. Stupid. We don't need those. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, there you go. That's Riley update. Everybody else doing a good job heading down to the keys next week. So there will be road trip, two days of road tripping. And, uh, and then we'll see what Riley thinks of the ocean. Hops will get reunited with her rock. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, which I think has been overgrown again. Yeah, the seagrasses that she gnawed off <laughs> have come back. Yeah. So, uh, so that'll be exciting reunion. Well, it'll be interesting to see our spite wall of palms looks and things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm excited to go back. That'd be real nice. So, uh, so that's the update from the household. Yeah. Um, you got anything you want to add before we go on to our very excellent conch life story this week? No, I've already babbled about cactus eating and stuff. I'm spent. I've used <laughs> up a lot of words. Yeah, no, that was a lot of words. For me. For sure, it was. Um, okay. So. Conch life extravaganza. Oh, my God. I mean, there have been a lot of undersized fish stories and small hogfish and too, too many. Too many lobsters. Too many lobsters, yeah. Yeah. Too, too many hogfish, I think, too. It was. Yes, too many you know, hogfish. Over the count, the share, yeah. the fish and wildlife guy wanted to look in their cooler, and they said yes. They consented. Yeah. Yeah. Jared is way into the law these days, and he's like, "That was excellent establishing of." Oh, that's good. Consent in the police to search. Report. <laughs> yeah, don't need to argue about probable cause if the guy consents. Yeah. So, the way that we get Conclife, like they have a website at Conclife, and they spell it. K-O-N-K, though when you call someone from the Keys of Conk, it's C-O-N-C-H. That's like also the, shell. the name of the show. Um, but they, they spell it Conk Life, which is funny. <laughs> and uh, so you can go to conklife.com and you can read the stuff. We subscribe to like the Daily Digest. <laughs> so every morning, the first thing we do when we wake up, we check our email and there's a Conk Life email that has like all the new stories from the day. Yeah. And so it's got, you know, woman arrested for too many hogfish, man cited for out of season lobster yeah and then happy stuff like you know boys uh, eagle scout awarded uh eagle scout emblem or whatever yeah, qs high school yeah, programming team takes first fair. place right yeah. uh so there's there's all that kind of stuff in there uh but they get they always print everything from the monroe county sheriff crime blotter like every one of those gets its own story it must be everything <laughs> it is because I, I follow you can follow the monroe county sheriff on twitter and they have, I think they have a Tumblr page or a Blogspot page with just like every report that goes up. Uh, so it always matches. Uh, <laughs> Guy DeBoer, man, he's uh, he does a good job. He's a news hound. Yeah. So he posted this story, which is not normally one that I would read. The headline is just man arrested for battery. And I'd say there's a fair number of like, frankly, somebody gets drunk and beats up somebody else stories neighbors in dispute you want me to let bank out I'm yeah go ahead go. i hear morphing in the background she's just lying there she's not doing a damn thing <laughs> about it which is very on brand for her all right vinks needs have been tended to now man arrested for battery so i was like meh and the articles that come in the mail like you get a newsletter and it's just got like the first paragraph and i was like almost not gonna skim it and then i did you clicked on it. I didn't even click on it. I I skimmed the first sentence, and then I did click on it because the first sentence delivered. So, Guy DeBoer, nice work. I'm just going to read you all the whole article because it's so good. Here's the first sentence. A marathon fish house employee who threatened other employees with a fillet knife. Eh, okay. Before stripping naked and passing out while still on the property, was arrested Friday night. All right. <laughs> <laughs> A DNL Torna Morales, 46, was charged with disorderly intoxication, criminal mischief, 
resisting with violence, and battery on law enforcement officers. Deputies Corden Hradecki, is that spelled right? H-R-A-D-E-C-K-Y, Hradecki, George Marino, and Anfrey Rodriguez were called to Nichols Seafood regarding an intoxicated and disorderly person. They arrived, whereupon an employee stated that a fellow employee, Torna Morales, had been drinking while at work, became belligerent, and was asked to leave. Deputies were told that Torna Morales damaged security cameras and painted the screen of one camera with spray paint. Classic move. I know, right? It caused $1,000 in damage. Just (laughs) can't control me. He had spray paint, too. That's cool. He then grabbed a fillet knife, but employees were able to take the knife from him. He then stripped naked and began walking around the property before passing out in the business office. (laughs) Deputies found Torna Morales naked and asleep in the office. They advised him to get dressed so they could speak to him. He cursed at the deputies and attempted to slam the office door shut multiple times. You could the cops would be like, "Look, dude, you gotta come out of there." And he's like, "No, no, like we have shoes on. We're just gonna put our foot in the door here." Coming out. Torna Morales was told he would be shocked with a taser, registered trademark, if he didn't comply with the lawful commands. He began motioning as if he was attempting to grab something in the room, but he's <laughs> naked, so... <laughs> Deputy Hredrecki drew his service weapon and ordered Torna Morales to leave the room, at which point he complied. Torna Morales had slurred speech and smelled of alcohol. No kidding. And he was naked. He began kicking deputies as they were placing him in the rear seat of the patrol car (laughs) while stating he wished, quote, death by cop. He refused to get in the car. He was shocked with a taser, registered trademark, after refusing multiple commands while kicking deputies. I mean, I get get that they got sick of trying to manhandle this naked guy. Naked kicking guy. (laughs) Torna Morales then complied and was seated in the patrol car. After he got tased, he's like, okay, fine. I wonder if he did put his clothes on. He repeatedly beat his head against the patrol car partition. This is just like a movie. Bad. (laughs) While en route to jail, whereupon he had to be placed in a restraint chair. He remains in jail on $45,000 bail. Yeah. Dude, he did so many things wrong. More than alcohol, I'm sure. Keep your clothes on. (laughs) Yeah. Really puts you in a vulnerable position if you're naked. I mean, there's, there's just so much advice to give also, here. Also, just makes a huge target for a taser. <laughs> you can hit anywhere. It's not yeah. like, oh, don't get the jeans, man. It won't go through the jeans. Yeah, exactly. Any any place. Every yeah. place. It's <laughs> terrible. Oh. So, uh, dudes in jail. So that was exciting. I was like, that was a good one. Nah. That was like man a- arrested for batters. Probably a drunk neighbor like punches the guy next door because they're arguing about politics, and then it's like fillet knife stripping naked and passed out at work. Excellent. This is everything I look for in a conk life story. Barricading himself in the business office. Naked. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, there's our conk life for the week. Um, That's good. Yep. Speaking of which, not at all, uh, thanks to everyone who has been offering advice on the mouse situation. Uh, the mouse is still somewhere in the house, as it's far like as I can tell. It's a phantom mouse. Uh, I have not seen it since we last recorded, I don't think. I mean, you have it on video, so it's not a phantom mouse in that it's never existed. No, it's in the snaps. It's just elusive. Yeah, it ran downstairs. I don't think it has been back up since then. It hasn't been up since I put up my fancy trap with the towel and everything that we talked about in the last podcast which was ineffective but apparently deterrent yeah 
Yeah, we didn't catch the mouse, uh, but it hasn't been back up. I think it got nervous. Yeah, it's like, what the hell is this crazy lady <laughs> doing up here? I can find a better place. I've, I've had to do a lot of cleaning and whatever. Uh, someone, a few people had recommended putting bacon in the traps, which is what my parents used to use. We lived in the country, so there were always mice trying to get in. And you always had bacon. There was always bacon. Um, we didn't eat a lot of bacon growing up, but there always was bacon in the house somewhere in the freezer. My parents would use bacon in the mouse traps, and so I stopped. I got bacon. You can only buy a pound of bacon. I needed like you know a thumb-sized piece of bacon, but I bought a whole thing of bacon, and uh, that's been out there for a few days. I put the little match by it, so it smells a little bit like bacon. Little and match. Match. You like light a match and you put it near the raw bacon just to kind of get the va- the bacon aromas more activated in the trap. Oh. People suggested that, and I remember my parents doing. You're that. making a bacon barbecue, basically, ba- bar- baby bacon grilling. Kind of, yeah. Like you want it to be raw, it's like apparently. Tiny, tiny food. But cook it a tiny little bit, so it smells good. It did smell like. I mean, I cooked the rest bacon. of the bacon in here too. No. Jared and the dog split two pieces of bacon, so nobody got very much, but everybody was happy with what they got. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it didn't work. I have. It's like six snappy traps and like six live traps deployed. I put like the paper towel from cooking the remaining pieces of bacon in the back of the live traps. And all it did was get Hopper and Vank to try to stick their tongues in there. And then we had to move some of them. Yeah, especially Hops was quite persistent. Yeah. So uh, the mouse, it's still somewhere. I don't know where. It's, it's taken off. It's yeah. like, this is ridiculous oh in here. God. This is just getting too weird in this house it is weird uh, look at all those traps <laughs> anyway the mouse i mean i didn't see it leave so but i haven't seen it come back upstairs so true no sightings no well the dogs are so oblivious to they world. don't care they're, they're like oh look at the friend they're like what are we cats <laughs> we don't care oh my god so anyway mouse status quo yeah. you got a german word of the week for us Frauenfußballweltmeisterschaft. Say it again. Frauenfußballweltmeisterschaft. Women's World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good agglomeration. Are you word. rooting for Germany or USA? Oh man. Dual citizen. Both for as long as I can. What about when they play each other? I don't know if they uh, will play each other in the finals. They play each other at some point. I don't know. I don't think I can watch it. That would be terrible because I really like the U.S. team. They're awesome. I mean, you're an so, American. So much, I'm, and I'm a German too. Yeah. And I. Which one are you more, Gr Dad? Oh God, if it were men, it'd be so easy. It'd be the Germans. But I really like the U.S. women's team. Man, I don't know. I hope they don't play each other. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty possible that that. Well, we'll just hope won't. the Germans lose then, and then it will be fine. Sure, I will ease my. Who moral. did they play next? The U.S. plays France, I think. And that one I knew. Germans might. Please. Norway? Spain? No. No, they no, US just beat Spain, right? Oh, the Germans yeah. play either Norway or Japan, did we? I don't know who won the, that match. That's right. We were talking we were so I watch no soccer. I like I'll watch the World Cup when it's on a little bit, but it's a uh, I watch it for World Cup only. Mostly Women's World Cup. Yeah. We watch the Men's World Cup and yeah. you watch like Olympic soccer and Yeah. True. Um yeah, so I don't watch soccer. And last night, like, 
we were talking about the World Cup, I think, when we were, like, getting ready to go to bed. <laughs> and we were talking about Japan. Uh, yeah. And Germany plays Sweden. I just pulled up the bracket. Um, Japan is not in the quarterfinals. They lost. They lost. Germany, Sweden, Italy, Netherlands, Norway, England, USA, France. That's what's left. So China and Japan lost yesterday. Yeah. Or today. China lost to Italy mm-hmm. today. And Japan lost to the Netherlands today. Correct. That yeah. was, those were the odds this yeah. year. So last night, GR Dad is, we were talking something about Japan, and GR Dad's like, Japan. Well, Italy's like, definitely going to win. Yeah. Yeah, Japan, they don't win. I'm like, I think the Japanese team has been really good. He's like, Japan, they've never won a Women's World Cup. I'm like, they totally have. And you're like, no, they haven't. And I'm like, man, I know I don't watch soccer, but I'm quite confident that, like, of the three soccer games I have ever watched, one was Japan winning the Women's World Cup. We had to look it up. You were and so right. I was right. Let me say that again. You were so right. Japan won the Women's World Cup in 2011. Two World Cups ago, yeah. Uh, so that was... Beat more... the U.S. You remembered. You, like, knew it before you Googled it. Real proud of myself. Totally did. Because uh, I suck at trivia like this. Like, this is not a thing I'm good at in my life. But uh, I watched that game, and so I remembered it. Nice. Uh, anyway, they're not going to win it this time. So, uh, yes, if Germany and the U.S. met, it would be in the World Cup final uh, on the 7th of July. See, so. I want both of them to get that far. <laughs> uh-huh. It's possible. Germany's got to get through Sweden and then Italy or the Netherlands. The U.S. has to beat France in France, which is not easy. And then Norway or England. We're going to win. You're going to beat France? USA. USA. Of course we're going to beat France. The, the American women are amazing. Uh, French nothing, are pretty good, too. Nothing personal French. French. People. I actually have no idea. But, foul you know. very effectively. They anyway. Just, they just beat Brazil. This is not a soccer podcast. No, it won't turn But it's a good... Say, say the word again, because it's a nice, it's a long good, German word. Oh, Frauenfußballweltmeisterschaft. Yeah. Nice. Good job. Huh? Great word. Huh? Um... Okay, buy a live show tickets. People yep. in Chicago, people in the D.C. area, they'll be posted for the second show soon. Support the Waffle Fund Yeah. with your ticket purchases. Um, all right, well, until next week, don't put anyone unless they ask you to. Yep, and even then, be gentle. <laughs> Good advice. Bye. Bye. Bye.